everybody, what is up? Um, welcome back. I know you probably hate me a lot right now because it's been two months. Um, literally said I would come back next week, like two months ago, and then that ended up being eight weeks later. But that's okay. All that matters is that I'm back now. I know I suck. I tend to, um, I don't know if I can really say get busy because my get busy is just me sitting in bed watching Netflix. So I guess you can just say that I tend to not be motivated sometimes. But that's okay. Now I am motivated because it's not summer anymore. I can't keep slacking. Started senior year of college. So like maybe I should actually start committing to the things I do. So that's okay. This is going to be a turnaround. And from now on, I will post every week. So let's make that the goal. Now. What have I been doing these past two months? Like I said, absolutely nothing. Well, okay, here's how it went. So I did start filming a new episode, I guess you could say, or recording a new episode the week after I posted my last one. And then the most wonderful thing happened. My room decided to start leaking. Yay! So mm, that was fun. So now my whole house has been getting renovated for like the last two months. Um... So it's kind of hard to record in your room when your room doesn't have any walls and floors. So I guess that was kind of a reason why I didn't do anything. But also, I just, while all this was happening, I was not going to be honest, I wasn't really watching any sports. So like, what was I going to talk about? Because I literally did nothing. Like, after, I would say, the second round of the NHL playoffs, and I would I would honestly even argue the second round of the NBA playoffs. I honestly did not watch any sports until maybe like two weeks ago when it was the NHL finals. And yeah, even then I probably watched like five minutes of like two games. So yeah, that's considerably really odd for me because I would be really into these. But honestly, I have no motivation. And why would I when none of my teams are playing? Don't really know any of the guys on the teams that are playing. So, yeah, no motivation to watch, so whatever. But like I was saying before, I am here now because I did start school again, so I'm kind of getting on a schedule, so I think I found a perfect fit in my schedule to, like, sit down, you know, have a little fun conversation with y'all, and and just relax, you know, because de-stress, because I decided to take some of the hardest courses all at once during my senior year, so that's perfect. So... Let's just get right into it. Like I was saying, NHL stuff have kind of been off the grid with it just because, well, yeah, it was just the finals and like not much was going on. But now, since the finals are over and I guess, you know, congratulations Tampa Bay Lightning, you finally did it. Really didn't think you'd win in my lifetime. Now that all that stuff is done, now's the fun stuff now is the free agency and the draft and all the signings so kind of been entertained somewhat by all of that um so let's just take a moment and focus on my teams and by my team i mean let's start with the chicago blackhawks because that's a dumpster fire happening as we speak um stan bowman decided to yet again trade a player that we really need um, he traded Olimata to the Kings, um, for someone named Brandon Payne or whatever that I don't even know. No one knows. He, he literally plays in the ECHL. Like, who the heck are you? And he's a center. Um, we don't need another center. 
We have like 50 centers. We have 50 centers that suck. We don't need another one. We don't need 51 centers that suck. But that's okay. We have him now, so I guess we just have to deal with him. Olimata, who had more points and more goals in the playoffs than Patrick Kane this year, is now not on our team. How do I feel about that? Like I feel about every other Stan Bowman trade that he has ever made or any player that he's acquired, it's fucking shitty. I hate- okay, I know you're probably like, why are you raging so much? No, you guys don't understand how bad this general manager is. I could probably GM better than him, and I don't- I don't know that much. Like, it's not like I know the- okay, I probably do know a lot, but I'm not gonna say I know as much as, like, a general manager in, like, a professional sports league. But for him, yeah, I would say I probably know more than him. Because he trades every player that has somewhat of an impact on our team. That's not Patrick Kane or Jonathan Taves. And every trade that he makes, later on, like maybe five or six years down the road, maybe maybe even as soon as like two or three years down the road, he goes and gets that player back, and then we lose someone we like even more just because he wanted to get a player that he loved in the past back that he traded away for absolutely nothing. So we end up losing not once, but twice. So will that happen with Olimata? Maybe not because, you know, that guy's already kind of done it all. You know, he's won two Stanley Cups. He's had a good season. He's had many great seasons. He is getting older. He's not that old. But, like, do I think he's ever going to be a Blackhawk again? I don't know. Maybe. Stan fucking Bowman, you know? As long as he's GM, he's going to keep bringing back every single player we ever traded. But I really hope he doesn't. But at the same time, I do. Just because he really was good on the team. But, you know... I should have just learned about that already. Every player that I seem to like on this team, Bowman always finds a way to get rid of him. So, creds to him for that. I mean, he doesn't even I, he doesn't even know who I am. And he pisses me off constantly. So, like, kudos to you, man. Like, good job. Are the Blackhawks doing anything else that seems to be special to me during this offseason? No, not really. Um, I'm pretty sure we still have a goalie to sign. And that goalie being Corey Crawford. But... I don't really know if I want him because he's he's kind of okay he's he's okay at times but like I kind of want a goalie that's okay all the time and not just one game or two games in a month you know that that kind of be nice and we don't really have a backup goalie so maybe it'd be nice if we can get that because goaltending kind of wins games nowadays especially for a team like the Blackhawks who can't seem to score and who can't seem to defend especially defend so I don't know, maybe some decent goaltending would be nice to actually win a couple of games in the division and actually get somewhere, but again, who am I to speak? I'll leave that to Stan Bowman. How about the Toronto Maple Leafs? You're probably waiting for me to talk about that one. Well, let's just start by saying that one's also as shitty, eh, maybe not as shitty as the Blackhawks, but you know, at least Kyle Dubas somewhat tries, but he definitely has a problem of overpaying players so you can see how that also factors into the whole we might suck thing he re-signed jason spezza for like the league minimum so like not complaining about that because hey he wants to keep playing and if he seems passionate enough to try winning us a cup i'm not complaining at least he wants to win something because some people on the team don't seem to want to do anything about that so yeah there's that i'm pretty sure in the draft we pick 15th and we only got that pick because we traded kisperi kapanen Back to the Pittsburgh Penguins. So there's that. See, here's where things are just so poetic in life. You know, I used to think it was only Stan Bowman that was so into, like, getting players that he traded for in the past. You know, like, he 
trade away Brandon Saad and he got him back. He traded away Andrew Shaw and he got him back. He traded away Patrick Sharp and he got him back. You know, that kind of a vibe. But Kyle Dubas, you know, I know he didn't make the trade to get Kapanen, but he did make the trade to send Kapanen back to Pittsburgh. So maybe he's on the whole, like, trade people back that we traded for a trend, you know? Again, very poetic. My team seemed to love to do this to me, so that's okay. I mean, here's my problem with the whole thing. I'm, I'm just ranting right now, but hear me out. I actually like Kasperi Kapanen. He actually did shit, and he wasn't expensive. I mean... The Leafs need a guy that's decent on the offense and doesn't, I don't know, take up like $9 million just to do like the bare minimum. So, okay, maybe not the bare minimum, but you get the point. It'd be nice to keep a guy like that, but I do understand how he's going to get expensive down the road just because he does do a lot of scoring when Matthews and Marner and Nylander can't seem to do shit. But that's okay. That's okay. He's gone. We still have lots of forward talent. Um, how long can we possibly keep outscoring our problems? I think we deserve this. I think we deserve to kind of not fall back on our offense as much anymore. Maybe focus more on the defense. So that's okay. Maybe this 15th overall pick is going to do something for us. Maybe they won't. Who the hell knows? Whatever. Let's move on. I also forgot to mention when I was talking about the Chicago Blackhawks, they have the 17th pick. So kind of nice, you know, my, my two teams kind of competing there for the picks in the same spot. Who are we going to get? I don't know. I mean, not like I really care about the draft as much anymore just because these guys are so young. It's not like I would know anything about them from like juniors because I don't watch juniors anymore. Except for like maybe the top 10. I don't really know if anyone else in this draft is supposed to be special. If they are, well, I'll find out about it next week at the draft. But until then, we'll just wait and see. All I know is that my team isn't getting Alex Lafreniere, whatever. So why would I even care? But I know I probably sound like a really salty fan right now, but that's because I am. I mean, understand it from my point of view. The Toronto Maple Leafs probably won't win another cup for 100 years, and here I am just ranting on about that. So there's that. But also the Chicago Blackhawks kind of hurts to see how bad they suck right now because they were so good like literally five years ago. So I just go through a lot of emotions as a fan of these two teams, but that's okay because a team that does give me a little bit of hope is the Vancouver Canucks. You know, at least they're good. And at least they went far this year. I mean, I know the last time I, again, recorded an episode, I was probably talking about the Vancouver Canucks in like the first round against St. Louis. But hey, they beat the crap out of them. They moved on. Didn't really beat the crap out of the Vegas Golden Knights, but that's okay because they're the Vegas Golden Knights. And they're, I don't know what it is about that team. They scare me. I'm going to be honest. But hey, the boys put up quite a fight. Demko seemed amazing. Speaking of goaltending, the Vancouver Canucks also have to sign some goaltenders. So, like, let's see what happens with that. Um, With their recent success, it seems that everyone wants to stay on the Nucks. So, kind of going to be a problem when there's, like, as my friend would put it, like, literally a dollar and 44 cents worth of cap space left. So, we'll see how that goes. And it seems like Ekman Larson also wants some in on the Vancouver action because he wants to come to Vancouver. So that's kind of fun. Let's see how Jim Benning handles all of this. But that's okay. Like I've said in the past, in Benning we trust. And in Benning I shall trust. Do I? I don't know. But he seems to be a better GM than fucking Stan Bowman. So like, honestly, anything's better than Stan Bowman at this point. I'm pretty sure that the Canucks don't have like a pick in the first two rounds so that should be exciting 
But honestly, not like they need it. I mean, they have some pretty amazing prospects anyway. And the fact that Olio Levy's still a prospect for them and he was really good in the junior league and maybe he sucks now, but like, I don't know. I saw potential when he played in like that one game in the playoffs. So like the fact that you have prospects like that sitting on, you know, your back end, I think you're fine. You don't even need the pick. Like just give it away. Who cares? But yeah, I mean, there hasn't been too much news from like the Canucks, so like, we'll be interesting to see what happens with them in the next couple of days or weeks or whatever. Yeah, and I guess that's we'll see. I mean, there's not much happening. There was a bunch of goalie signings another like a couple of days ago where I'm pretty sure Robin Leonard signed with Vegas for like a five year contract. So really had the hope that. Stan Bowman would somehow find a way to bring back Leonard like he brings back every other player like I've mentioned already but he didn't let's be honest deep down in my heart I knew that wasn't gonna happen because they really did him dirty by just trading him away when you know you really should have kept him but that's okay I guess Vegas can just have Leonard and enjoy him and all his wonderful shutout glory and we'll just sit back and be at the bottom of the division with Corey Crawford but whatever yeah so i know i said that um stan bowman traded Olimata mata for a guy named brandon Payne before don't mind me i was kind of in the heat of the moment what i actually meant to say is that the guy's name is brad morrison so you could already tell how much i don't really give a shit about this trade because i didn't even know his name properly and that's how much he matters um he's fresh off the king's prospect list He's like, what, 24 or something? No, no, he's not 20. Yeah, I think he's 24. So how much will he contribute from the ECHL to the Blackhawks? Um, probably not a lot. But a lot of people, from what I saw in the Twitter comments underneath like the whole trade post, were just saying that this is a trade to free up some cap space to sign Dylan Strom. Yeah, that moment of pause was on purpose because I didn't know what to say about that don't really know if I'd want I mean okay he Strom was really good in his first season with the Blackhawks or his like first half season with the Blackhawks because he got traded halfway through the season and like he killed it I mean you saw the whole I mean you saw the whole Debrinket Strom chemistry from like the Erie Otters kind of come back alive and then you had Patrick Kane on that line and like they were scoring a bunch they were making all these amazing plays but then fast forward to this year, that did, that kind of happened during the regular season, and then in the playoffs, nothing. Like, nothing. Dylan Strom scored once, or maybe twice. One of them was like an empty net. One of them he, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, I think he shot, I think he scored like twice. And then the third time he thought he scored the goal, and he celebrated, but it wasn't a goal. But that's a whole other story. I'm pretty sure Alex Debrinkin only got like one goal, and I'm pretty sure that was like an empty netter as well, so I'm not going to count that. And... Let's not even talk about Patrick Kane. He didn't score again, like I said before. So don't really know if that line's working magic anymore. So I don't really know if Strom is that great playmaking center that you thought he was last year. So why are you trading away good defensemen that you need for Dylan Strom? What are you planning on paying him if you're freeing up that much cap space? Kind of concerned. That's okay. I'll leave it to Stan Bowman to make another shitty move. Okay. So I'm going to try something fun. So how about let's do like a far way too early prediction for the 2021 NHL standings. Okay, so let's just start from bottom up. Okay, number 10. I think it's going to be the Oilers. 
Now, probably going to regret this pick because the Oilers never fail to disappoint is what I was going to say. They have talent, but they don't have talent. Like, they have McDavid and they have Dreisaitl, but what's the point when you don't really have other people to help you? And I think that was really evident in this year's playing round. So will that carry over next year? Probably. What if they make some changes in the offseason? Maybe that will help them, but we'll see. I mean, there's no guaranteeing it with the Oilers, but I'll just put them number 10. We'll see how it goes. They do have McDavid, so I guess when you have McDavid, you can't really undermine the Oilers, but people still will, and they probably will disappoint, but that's okay. Hey, and speaking of McDavid, guess who has COVID? Um, Maybe he's partying too hard in Toronto or like whatever, but that was found that out yesterday got the notification and i was like okay so there's that but anyway let's not talk about covid anymore um number nine i think the montreal canadians hear me out i think the montreal canadians will be high up there next year just because they did seem promising this year and they were like the 16th seed or whatever in the east coast but they did show a lot of potential and hey, they kicked out Pittsburgh, so you could probably say that's why I was really happy and like put them number nine, but you have to have talent to kick out Pittsburgh. I mean, it's Pittsburgh, but also Pittsburgh suck this year, so like maybe I shouldn't give them that much credit, but you get what I mean. There's a lot of great prospects on Montreal, so that could really push them up. Suzuki's amazing, and then you have Carey Price, so you know, you can never go wrong with that. I... I I also think he's kind of overrated. You know, he he has his moments, so we'll see. Maybe maybe he'll get better next year. Maybe he'll have a good season next year, and then they'll be really good, and then they'll live up to my prediction. So counting on you for that one, Montreal. Um, number eight, the Blues. You can never go wrong with the Blues just because they are a really gritty team. So I'm gonna I'm gonna place my bets that they're gonna be high up there next year, but not like that high up. Um Hopefully their goaltending decides to start, you know, goaltending like they were the champions literally two years ago. So yeah, hopefully they get better in the goaltending aspect. But hey, on every other level, they're they're gritty, they can score goals, they have great defense. So yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a safe bet. Um, number seven, the Islanders. Now, the Islanders made it to, you know, top four this year, so I'm going to say they they have a chance. I mean, they have amazing players. Um, they have amazing scoring talent. They have it all, but, you know, just couldn't make it this far in all the competition this year. So, yeah, I'm going to say they're going to be high up there next year, like this year, and hopefully they can actually make something of it. Um, don't really think I want them to win, though, because I'm a Leafs fan. They're the Islanders also just hate the Islanders fans of how, because of how petty they are. So as much as I want them to be number seven, I don't want them to to win by any means. So there's that. Number six, this year's Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, they're forever going to be held back by injuries. That's just the fact of it. Um, don't even know if they're ever going to get their captain back, which is honestly like kind of sad. I would joke about it a lot that, you know, Stamkos never plays anymore. He's literally injured for like 99% of the season. But, you know, how much longer is he going to be captain after this? I don't know. 
maybe he should just retire. Um, he's been in the league for a while. Gets a lot of injuries. I think he should just calm down and take a break now. Um, but even without him, I mean, they have good talent. They have Vasilevsky. They have Hedman. They have Braden Point now. So, you know, lots of good players. So you never know. They could still be up there next year. But I don't really think they're going to win again. I mean, I don't, I don't think they're the type of team to win, like, two or three championships in, like, a span of ten years. But honestly, who knows? Prove me wrong. Um, number five, Boston. Now, that one hurts to put number five just because five is pretty high for, like, a top ten NHL rankings list with a league of 31 teams. But as much as I hate Boston and, like, I will hate them forever for as long as I live, they always seem to pull it through every year and I don't know where and how and, like, why or, like, you know, any other question you can ask. They seem to always have the answer. They draft well. They play well. I don't know how. I I want some pointers. Like, someone go into the back office for the Boston Bruins and, like, steal all their binders because I want to know how they do it. Yeah, kind of going off of that, I know that was a very, like, weird reference to make, but they seem to get far every year and they're amazing, so... Fuck, I can't believe I just said that. <sighs> they get far every year. They seem to be on top of the division and the conference every year, so... Why should next year be any different? As far as I'm alive, it seems like Boston's going to be amazing all the time. So, yeah. Fortunately, I have to put Boston number five. Um, Number four. This one's a little better. Vancouver Canucks. Yes, I put the Vancouver Canucks being number four. Call me delusional, but I don't think so. I mean, I could be a little biased just because I'm from here. So, like, I hear a lot about the Canucks. But they're actually really good. And they proved a lot of people wrong this year. They have lots of good young talent. They have amazing goaltending. Fingers crossed they can actually keep that goaltending. They have somewhat of a decent coach. I mean, I don't really know if I'd say Travis Green's like the best of the best, but like he's he's something. Yeah, they have some good veteran leadership. They have some good young talent. They have the Calder Trina in Besser, Pedersen, and what should have been Quinn Hughes. Not salty about that. Um, but yeah, you know. Like I said, great players that are going to make an amazing impact on the league, and they're all in Vancouver, so I'm going to place my bets on Vancouver right now, and who knows, I can see them winning a championship sometime in the next five years, so hang in there. When I'm when I'm right about this prediction, y'all are going to be jealous that you didn't jump on this train on day one like I did. Um, number three, Philly. Now, Philly is a team that every year I think is going to suck and then they end up being on top of the league and like number one and have this amazing like win streak out of nowhere. So I'm going to change it up this year and say that they're going to be a really good team and maybe even make it to the finals next year. Maybe not the finals, maybe at least like the Eastern Conference finals. And they're going to be my number three team. So maybe this year, watch them like disappoint and like, have like a losing streak and be like 30th in the league just because I said that they're going to be high this year. So that's usually how it goes with Philly. I'm no like big Philly fan, but like I don't mind the team. I used to hate them when I was younger just because, you know, they had all those annoying players on their team. But nowadays they have some really great young talented players and they have Carter Hart who I really like. So I'm, I'm going to say Philly's number three. Number two. Again, just like Boston, this one's going to hurt to say just because I, I'm i really starting to hate them as much as I hate Boston and maybe even the Islanders. But 
that's the Vegas Golden Knights. And I don't think anyone is going to really go against this one. I think we all agree when we say that Vegas does seem like a top team in the league. And I don't know, again, I don't know how they do it because they're literally a bunch of rejects from other teams, as, as they would like to put it. They're the misfits. You know, they're good. They are... They seem to always attract the puck somehow, and they seem to do wonders with these players that other teams couldn't do anything with. So who knows? And now they have Robin Leonard signed for five years, so they're gonna they're gonna be shutting out people every night, I guess. So that's gonna be fun to watch. Um, don't really want to talk about it more because it just brings back bad memories from the Vancouver series and the and the Chicago Blackhawks series. So yeah, let's not talk about them any longer than we have to. And finally, number one, the big winner of my way too early rankings is the Avs. I mean, I know I said that they would win the championship this year and then they went down miserably, but hear me out. If they weren't toppled by injuries, I think that they, the story would have been different. I don't think Tampa would have been this year's champions, and I think it would have been the Avs. So, yeah, you could argue that. I mean, speaking from my point of view, I'm no Avs fan. I could literally care less about Colorado. Like, I literally don't even know half the guys on the team. I don't really pay attention to any West Coast teams besides Vancouver and Chicago and, you know, maybe the ones that are doing amazing. But I don't know. I mean, they seem amazing. They seem to have great talent they have everything going for them so I don't think it anyone doubts that they would be good if you do well fight me because this is just this is just for fun so whatever just calm down um but yeah those are my way too early predictions let's see how good those predictions are I I know the season's supposed to start in like what December I already got like a notification asking me to buy season tickets for Chicago games I don't even live in Chicago, so like, I don't know how I'm supposed to do that. But you get the point. Should be fun. We'll see how it goes. They're probably going to be like the exact flip. Like watch freaking like Buffalo be like number one next year. That probably won't happen. But um, but yeah, who knows? We'll wait and see. This is just for fun. And if I'm right, well, congrats to me. If I'm wrong, well, I'm, that's usually what happens every year. I'm usually just wrong, so... Like I said, I'm no general manager in the league, so not like I would know anything. But yeah, we'll see what happens with the draft next week and the free agency, and let's see if my predictions change based off what happens. I think they will. I I honestly think they will, because there's a lot of good goaltenders, I would say, this year in the whole free agent race to make a change in the standings. So we'll see what happens with that. I mean, besides that, there's not really much else happening in the NHL right now. Most of the good stuff is happening next week, so that... Should that should make for an entertaining episode next week because I'm probably going to be furious with the kinds of trades that my teams make. So stay tuned for that, and you probably want to turn down the volume next week when you listen to my podcast because you're probably going to hear a lot of yelling. But we'll deal with that moment when it comes. And for now, we'll just say that everything's looking uh, kind of bleak at the moment, but we'll see where it goes from now. Now I know I've ranted about the NHL for like 30 minutes now, but again, well, like I said, I haven't really been watching the NBA a lot just because after the teams that I kind of like and like cheer for, 
got eliminated. I didn't really have anything else to watch for. But yeah, I mean, I've still kind of been keeping up to tabs. Do I care about the whole LA Miami thing? No, not really. I mean, whoever wins, congrats. But I mean, I don't really care about cheering for the Lakers. I mean, it'd be nice if they win for the whole Kobe thing. But at the same time, I don't want them to win because they beat the Trailblazers to get there. So yeah, but I mean, if anything, I think I would cheer for Miami a little bit more just because Duncan Robinson's on that team. He used to play for Michigan. I love that guy when he played for Michigan. And he's doing great now. Kind of wish he played that great when he played for Michigan. Maybe he would have won the 2018 championship, but that's okay. That's a whole other conversation. Um, yeah, so I guess you could say I support Miami. They did great last game. They pulled an upset win against the Lakers, but do I think they're going to win overall? I don't know. I mean, I, I can hope for the best, but at the end of the day, it's LeBron and the Lakers, so like, how much hope can a girl really have? So, yeah, there's that. We'll see what happens. There's a big game tonight. Hopefully Miami wins it so they tie it up. Just so it'll be an interesting series. But if the Lakers win tonight, we all know what's going to happen next time they play. So, yeah, not really counting on much happening there. Now, honestly, I can say that one thing I have been doing a lot of lately is kind of watching more football. And that's probably just because my dad's been playing football like 24-7 on the TV. But... I don't know, I think especially with hockey and basketball not really happening in like the fall season right now, I think since football is like really the only thing on, I'm probably going to be watching it more. And since the Seahawks have been having an amazing start, 4-0 baby, I think that this is a good year to tune in. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff happening even in the NFL with the whole like teams really sucking badly this year and all the COVID cases and you know like New England who like both their quarterbacks have COVID so like sucks to suck New England um but yeah you know stuff like that it's kind of interesting to see what happens in the NFL especially because they're not playing in like a bubble they're like traveling and shit so I guess they think they're okay and like COVID doesn't affect them but we shall see and yeah, even college football is going to come back soon. Pac-12, Big Ten, you know, they're going to start playing. So that means I'm going to be invested. Um, hopefully my teams pull it through this year. Do I think Michigan's going to do good? No. Um, Michigan has been doing a lot that this past offseason. Don't know what the hell Harbaugh's doing down there in Ann Arbor, but um doesn't look too good for the program because a lot of people are transferring out so something's happening there but more importantly big 10 football apparently came back just because john arbaugh was protesting so much with all the players so like michigan do you really want to be protesting for a league in which you probably won't have a chance of even like winning i don't know i know i shouldn't say that because i'm a fan but you know, I have to say it because it's the truth. Hopefully no Ohio State fans are hearing this just because that would be really bad for me to say in front of them. But yeah, whatever. And then Pac-12 is going to come back November 7th. That should be exciting. It's supposed to be my senior season with uh, football. Not like I play on the team, but you know, it'd be nice to have some football during my last year in college and I really thought that wasn't gonna happen or I thought that would happen in spring just so I could actually go to the games if you know COVID got better but they're starting November 7th and I'm here in Canada so not like I would even be able to go to the games if I was in Seattle so there's that but hey whatever I guess I'll just cheer from them for my tv and hopefully we have a good season this year and hopefully we 
can do better than last year and maybe even get on top of the Pac-12 standings. That's what I'm hoping for. But again, fingers crossed to never know with Oregon and all that. But one thing I can guarantee is that we're going to beat Wazoo. So that's going to be fun. Just like we do every year because it's been 14 years since Wazoo has won. So, you know, that's a little bragging right right there. So as long as we win that game, I think it's a good senior year for me. Honestly, besides that, don't really think I have much else to talk about this week. I know I suck and I haven't posted in t- like two months and I sh- there was so much that happened in the middle that I could have talked about. It would have been really entertaining, but I'm sorry. I got really caught up in just enjoying my last two weeks of summer, two weeks, sorry, my last month and a half of summer and I was binging Harry Potter movies and I was binging Twilight movies. Yes, I was binging Twilight movies because I'm going through Robert Pattinson phase right now, but that's a whole other topic. So yeah, you know, haven't really been on top of it, but I think I will now. Besides my whole Harry Potter stuff and all of that, don't really do much else. Now that I'm in school, I guess I'll just be really bored. So this will be like my one moment to actually do something fun. Um, I'm currently also taking a sports sociology class right now as one of my courses. And so far it's been really cool because all we literally talk about is like sports and current events and sports and all the happenings and stuff. So it's kind of been really interesting just to have a lot of discussion with people in class about this kind of stuff. And what's interesting is a lot of people in that class are athletes at UW. So it's kind of cool to like learn about the NCAA in general. So maybe I'll talk about that stuff. We'll never know. Um, but yeah, you know, maybe I'll have my little, my little study session. We'll literally be making this podcast and talking about all that stuff here. So that'll be fun. Tune in for that. Besides that, um, thanks for listening in. I know that you probably expect this podcast to be more frequent and I will make sure that happens and I will make sure it is weekly and I'm committed to this this time. I promise if I don't, you can come beat me up. You're free to do so because I deserve it. But I will do it. I I promise. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening in and I hope y'all have a great week and see you next time.